You can kick your fancy ales, you can drink them by the flagon, but the only food for the raven too comes from the green dragon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Green Dragon Podcast. I'm your host, Matt, and I have here with me today, Kylie. Hola. And it's just us two, and we're going to be answering some questions that have been thrown up on the page for us. So here we go, straight into it. First question we have is from Andreas. Andreas asks, which infantry are best equipped to fight monsters? Monsters. That is a tricky one, because... Well, not many infantry are. Monsters are generally very good against infantry. I've got two models that are very good at fighting monsters. Hobbits are sheriffs with the stun. They can get in there. Ah, yes. Get a stun, stun CC and lock them up. That's pretty fun. Uh, and also Blackroot Veil Archers. They're infantry. Yeah, they're infantry. They have bows. They do have bows. And they re-roll to win against they're monsters. They're quite well equipped to take on monsters. And I'd have are. to agree with that. And yes. In fact, it's the best way of killing monsters with Indeed. that fist. Yeah. I would have to say, well, against some monsters, High Elves with the Elven Blades. Yeah. Because they're just a better chance of winning. In particular, King's Guard are very good with the Pite Six. Oh, yes. King's Guard. Very good point. Yes. And uh, I was thinking also some of those troops that can charge them easily. So, so bodyguard, bodyguard troops, yeah. uh, Watchers of Kana, that sort of thing. Not necessarily to beat the monsters themselves, but just to tie them up. There are ways of doing that nowadays. So, mm. yeah. I guess in a way, Spectres and Sentinels are pretty good. For the, for Ooh, the, yeah. for, for the uh, low courage monsters. Not so much for the, you know, like, Dwellers in the Dark and no, the hero no, ones. But, like, well, most monsters are quite low courage. So Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Not Ants, though. Or Not Ants. No. Or Dwellers. Not Eagles. Not Dwellers. There are some exceptions to the rule. There are. <laughs> I've heard that our ogres in particular get absolutely mauled by spectres. That's something that I've specifically heard people Cave say. Cave trolls do too. In fact, anything yeah. close three or less get mauled by spectres and yeah, uh, true, true. sentinels. I once fought a battle with a mortal troll against some army of the dead. It didn't go well <laughs> at all. I was really hoping it would be able to get some kills, but no. Uh, one of the most saddest memories I ever have had it happen against me was uh, one of my shiny new eagles got one shot by the King of the Dead. Oh, no. Just lost the combat, didn't roll high enough, and then the King of the Dead went, I'm going to roll a six for Drain Soul. Oh, Bye-bye, eagle. That is a nice target for the King of the Dead, though, isn't it? That's such a nice target. Yeah. Okay, on to the next question. What have we got? Andreas again. Top five heroes that are simply not worth their points and why. That's a lot. Haven't we That's, done that before, We, we sort of have, I feel. Um, we have published that episode. The Peanut Gallery is saying we haven't published that episode, so... We'll just rattle off a couple each. Uh, King of the Dead. Mathasaron. Oh, wait, uh, no, no, no. Take that back. Mathasaron's all right. Nah, he's, he's crap. Nah, he's, he's terrible. He's okay. Don't like him. He's a good enabler. Doesn't do enough. Wild Chieftain. Wild Wild Chieftain. No, they're amazing. Nah. Strength six. Hello. Not worth. Only one might point. Can't even use the right moves. I've I've talked about him. And you have, and how he can do these fancy little things. Not yeah. not good enough. Uh, God, I'm actually the Balrog. Too many points. Uh, I was about to say Rohan captains, but no, they're great. They're actually pretty good. Yeah, they're fun. I mean, they're um, not great, great, but they're fun. God, why am I struggling so hard with this? King of the Dead. Although I already said him. I already said King of the Dead. I just realized that then. <laughs> um, man. I hate being put on the spot. It's it so it hard is hard like... coming up with stuff that's not good because normally you just don't even think about it. I'm right. trying to think of like a hero that I've never seen taken. Um, I'll tell ages. you who's the opposite of not good. Fatty Bulger. What a gun. Does everything you need. You know, if, if you need a model that doesn't do anything. Like, I can think of heaps of warriors that are like just not good and like you would never take. Yeah, yeah. But heroes, heroes is not as common. I yeah. think every hero has like a place somewhere in some form of army list in some way, shape or form. 
Yeah, I think uh, the Tainted, compared to the other named ring race, could be better. Yeah, but if you're running all nine, he's pretty handy. Plus, he's... Yeah, no, definitely. In very specific army lists for, like, building around, screwing yeah. up your opponent's card chest and stuff, you know, he's really in, good. In comparison, how often are you going to take the Tainted over, say, the Undying, regardless of the army list? Uh, again, yeah, no, very no, specific. Yeah, very specific. Uh, um, all right, that's a few of those. That's good enough. Oh, wait, no, I got one. I got yep. one. Or captains, because there's pretty much a better variety of orc captain that you could take for like five extra points. Same really goes for Urukai captains, sort of. Sort you of. You get the defense seven, but. I'm more like... referring to like orc captains in the like model list on foot, yeah, no. because you can just go, I'm just going to take here a Gorbag or. Yeah, a or a Grishnak. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, why, why, why bother? Yeah, exactly. I think a lot of people would, would say the same for the Uruk captains and their three might counterparts, but. Yeah, that's true, but you can captain spam and do the whole micro warband thing. Yeah, I, well, plus, the only real reason to do that is for the defense seven. Plus, they're still useful in the mortal list. Yeah, sure. Anyway, we're getting sidetracked. Okay, so Henry asks, what basic infantry unit is least akin to its lore counterpart? Example, Minas Tirith Warriors with those described in the book or the movie. Either way, anything Ooh. jump out at you? That's a good question, actually. That is a very good question. Mm-hmm. Um... Well, I've got one. I've got okay, one. Shit. Warriors of Numenor. Ooh. Yeah. That, that should have been my choice. Just look at them. They're, okay, they're Warriors of Minas Tirith with plus one fight. Really? That's it. That's it. And they don't have anywhere near as many options. They're weaker than the Fountain Court Guard and the Citadel Guard and all sorts That's of other true. things. Yeah. That is very, very true. When you're described as the greatest race of men, a seafaring champions, you know, with... Steel bows, I believe they were, and like oh, yeah. all this crazy stuff that made Sauron cower in his Tower of Baradur. The Warriors of Numenor in the game don't quite cut it. You know what? I've got one. Theoden. I felt Theoden. Infantry. Theoden. Infantry. Warriors. Oh, infantry. Dead. Warriors. Basic infantry unit. Right. Okay, we've got, we've from the peanut gallery, we hear Riders of the Dead. That's okay. So David has come out with some amazing points, saying that the Riders of the Dead in the book went at the same speed as their their infantry counterparts, and in the movie were in fact slower. I'm not sure how that works. How do, do ghostly horses go in reverse and just end up slowing you down? I, th- I think it's something to do with the gears. Like you've got a big gear to a small gear instead of a small gear to a big gear, or whichever okay. way that works. Okay. Okay. So we're talking about kinetic movement here and transference. <laughs> yeah. Interesting, interesting. I'm sure that has a lot to do with supernatural speed. I can't think of anything. I am drawing a massive blank on this one. Well, okay, so let's think of the themed stuff. Well, elves, I've always felt, should actually be a little bit better than maybe what yeah, they are. Yeah, that's, that's true. Mm. A lot of stuff is hard to judge because it's not, especially on the especially evil side. Especially just basic, like, heroes, I could, I could think of a couple. But basic troops and units mm. are a bit trickier to kind of, like, work out. Yeah, true, true. I think probably the problem is, of course, in comparisons because everything is comparative. You can't say, yeah. oh, this guy's really, really strong. It's like, well, compared to what? What is he stronger than? Mm. What is he weaker than, right? Yeah. So if you compare, say, Orcs and Minas Tirith, one of them's probably off mm. because Minas Tirith, what, their only advantage is what? One courage and one defense? Is that right? Yeah, pretty that's much. That's it. Pretty much. That's oh, and shoot. Shoot. And shooting, yes. So that, yeah. that's basically it. That's not a huge advantage. And in the books, they're described as, you know, holding off waves upon waves of orcs. So something's iffy there, but you know, it's all about game balance. Not everything's perfect. 
They are far I was gonna too say corsets. good. I was going to say that as well. In the movie. But then what I thought about is, yeah, sure, they did nothing in the movie or in the books, really. They just got stopped. But it's like, but we don't really know what they were like anyway, you know? Yeah. So Not a bog standard trick, but I would also say the same as for eagles as well. The fact that eagles, they don't yeah. just plough into units and get rid of like They really hey, should have monstrous Hey, maybe cab. they do now. Well, maybe, yeah, Maybe that's they true. do now. I can't wait to run that army. Yeah, monstrous Man. cav, eagles, needs to be yeah. a thing. On to the next question. What do we got? In what way is Minas Tirith the best faction of all? Asks Andrew. In what way? Well, what way? they're the only they're the only faction that can run Gandalf the White with troops. That is true. So they, they are, are also the best. The only faction with Boromir, Captain of the White Tower, there on you horse go. with the banner and the lance. They are the best factions at those two things. Faction. Um, I was about to say Defense Seven Bodyguard. But then I realized dwarves. dwarves. <laughs> so that went out the window. Yeah. Best defense seven bodyguard with spear support. Yeah, but you can technically ally spear support for dwarves. And or or you can bring a bunch shields. of vault wardens and just throw the tower shields <laughs> off to the side and just go, nah, get out of here. God, how many times, have I, all the how many times have I seen vault wardens hit a table and the spears go wander off and go They always go to the heroes. Yeah, they go to the heroes. Because <laughs> why wouldn't you want an extra attack? Just, you know, sitting on an objective somewhere. That's it, yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, I think that's about it. Can't think of anything of this. Yeah, I mean, are they the only I ones think... with two bodyguard troops? Yes. Yeah. So there you go. Yes. I yeah? Question mark. <laughs> I'm not Maybe? sure. I can't think of any others with two. No, I think it's all one for the others. Yeah. Although the elves get no, they don't get close. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna say it. They're the only they're the only faction with two bodyguard troops. Yep. There you go. Yeah. There you go. All right. There's there's your answer, Andrew. On to the next one. Which of the new army changes are you most excited about? Now, Jeremy's said his piece by now. I'm sure we're going to upload that one first. That is true. If that's not up yet, you'll find out soon. I've written my whole spiel on the Facebook page. I've you written have. all about that. I've ranked them and everything. So you can see what I'm most excited about right there. Fangorn and the Eagles. Kylie, what are you most excited about? What am I most excited about? Do you need a list? Do you need to know that, what's, what's that going is a, on? like a really good question because I I kind of glanced at them and went eh this this like doesn't change really? how I how I play or how I'm going to play list but I'm if I have to pick one mm-hmm. it'd probably be Army of the Dead Army of the Dead just yeah. be able to take a pure Army of the Dead army is just it's nice. Hardbringer it's it's what we've always wanted but have never been like given. Yeah, no, for sure. Can can you see them changing much at all with the new rules, or do you think it'll just be Duh. this army bonus and that's how they're going to run it? Honestly, I'm not too sure. I mean, there's going to be a lot of beta testing and stuff with this. Like, mm-hmm. clearly, that's why the rules were released. What the end product's going to be? That's a big loaded question that I'm not prepared to make a statement. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Well, just quickly on Army of the Dead. So we had a quick game with them. It it was sort of a funny game because you weren't going too hard at the start with your Corsairs. It was was one of those things like, this is an objective cat caption mission. I I outnumber Matt two to one and I have backstabbers. And you have might as well. I have have might. This will be a walk in the park. End of turn two. I probably should start playing seriously now. This is getting to be a problem. Yeah, because you'd, you'd only killed, like, a couple of dead yeah, models Yeah, and then, then suddenly I looked at the dead pile, and it was, like, three army of the, three, four army of the dead to, like, ten Corsairs, and yeah. I'm like, oh dear. the kill count's starting to rack up, and I'm failing courage tests like a champ. Yeah. Um. Okay, serious mode time, and in the end, I still lost. I think I still would have lost anyway, even if I had been going, you know, flat out from turn Possibly. one. I think you did run an awful lot of Corsairs straight past... Some, yeah, like I some said, ghosts I, I was, that could have been trapped. So yeah, 
I went straight for the objectives. I didn't do funky trapping without charging mm. and stuff, mm. which would have prop backstabbers more often. And to be fair, all of your pirates ran at the end. Like, all oh, of them. All but two. There were only two left on yeah. the board. So, so. I, I was... Courage test just went downhill, like, so fast yeah. in that game. So, I mean, yeah, really interesting yeah. to see if Army of the Dead can actually be run competitively. Yeah, I think, honestly, I think they can. It's, it's obviously going to come, it's going to be a bit of a, a moot point when you hit armies with auto pass like Halbred's Banner, Fury, or the other one, Command. Yeah. Yeah, or Bodyguard. No, not so much Bodyguard unless they're running it en masse, but... Yeah. I'm also thinking, like, uh, Courage 4 models and Courage 2 models... Those are significant drops, uh, dropping that courage down so that it's, they're easier to wound. That is true. Yeah. That is true. I so about even that. bodyguard models with courage four or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's really it's just It's just the auto-pass terror checks. It's really yeah, frustrating. Yeah, yeah. You'd really prefer to be able to auto-pass, yeah. uh, not have them auto-passing, wouldn't you? Yeah. As the army of the dead, yes. Okay, on to the next one. What are some of the most overlooked special rules slash war gear rules for either heroes or warriors, and what are your favourite ones? Asks Mason. Might need a second to think about this. Favourite war gear? Well, I think... I've, I've got it. I've already got mine. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Elven cloaks. Ooh, I'm going to go on elven thing too. We'll get to mine in a minute. Go yeah, ahead. But elven cloaks, they are so underrated at the moment, it's not funny. Like, they, they have so much tactical use in the game. They protect your heroes from magic. They're damned annoying. And all the models that get them are also damned annoying. Like, Sentinels are not a pain in the ass because they move your models around. They're a pain in the ass because they move their models, your models around from cover. From and you untargetable cannot, cover. You cannot shoot them. You just you can't, can't shoot them. You can't target them with magic unless you get within six. But by that time, you're, you're suddenly in, you know, storm caller range, charge range, and mm. throwing weapon range. So that's a terrible idea. Even if you have the mobility of, say, like a fell based. The only thing that really counters them are fell wogs. Yeah. I, I remember I used to look at them and go, 20, what are they, 25 points, one wound, defense three? Yeah. They're going to drop like nothing. But the problem is they never get hit. Do they? Yeah. Never take a wound, so I don't have to worry about it. Very brutal model. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you think, because wood elves can take an elven cloak themselves for five points. No one has ever done this in the history of the game. I've never I've, seen it. I, I've seen it done. No. I've seen it done. No. I've seen, I have seen Jeremy use it to great effect. He had like a mini warband of like never five guys, the, the captain with an elven You're cloak. You're this up, surely. Four guys, and their sole express purpose was to run around the edges of a board and capture objectives. I, I would have to see it to I believe it. I've it was amazing this because nobody caught it. Like, they, like people like lined up shots and stuff to take them out. <laughs> and and there was like, they're elven cloaked. And they're like, oh, crap, I can't, I can't target them. So sneaky flanking force for 30 points or so. Interesting. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah. Well, well, well worth the investment. Yeah. And and the banner too, like elven and the on a... elven cloak banner. Yeah, oh, that's like genius. Stupidly, stupidly dumb. Stupidly dumb. It's just a banner floating in midair. Just elven cloaks in general. Like, even on the couple of even tro- evil troops that get it, are just amazing. Sorry, I'm like I'm like having a, like a geek out moment with elven cloaks. Like well, they have won me so many games. As I said, I also like an elven piece of equipment, but it's the elven glaives, and I think I've talked about oh them quite you a bit. You've got down glaives, oh, like, seriously. I'm so keen to get that on a board and just have nothing but elven glaives all day long, just slicing through orcs. Oh, Un- unfortunately, you can't do the bow with them anymore. Could you do that before? You could do that before. Oh, you don't need bows when you got glaives. How about all elven cloaks with glaives? Not very useful, but it'd be funny, wouldn't it? <laughs> 
You and your damn glaive. I do like Elven Glaives a lot. Just the idea. They do everything. I remember the very first time I started running an evil army, I had a bunch of... Like, it was about six Moranans in a 40 orc army, right? And the Moranans all thinking? had shield spears because they were the metal yeah. ones. But I could never get them where I wanted them because I wanted the defense six and I wanted the strength four. And I just thought, gee, I wish my whole army had this so I didn't have to worry about where everything was. Well, if I had a whole army of elven glaives, I'd never have to worry about where anything is. They can shield, they can two-handed strike, and they can spear support. They do everything. Although, actually, just on this quickly, it's not my vote, but... I, I do have to say, the shield-spear combo is godly. It is. It, yeah. I, I still think it's, like, it's the so best good. weapon combo in, like, the game, and for it's sure. so staple for so many armies. Like, people say, why would you put the, like, the shield on the guy at the back? And it's, like, easy, because when the dude at the front inevitably dies, the guy at the back can follow up. Yeah, that's right. You that's no longer have easy that squishy that. bit. Yeah. Uh, you know, this is going to come into play a lot, I think, in the future with, um... We're seeing some armies not having to test for breaking and stuff, like yeah. Isengard now. If they, they, They're going to want a higher defense at the back. Uh, same with the Eastlings, which already has that, so that's fine. Like They're all equipped with the shield and, and pike, so that makes a lot of sense for them with the plus one courage yeah. after being broken. Yeah. So that's really interesting that they've actually taken that aspect of the game and, and sort of made rules around it. Mm. 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 Okay, so yeah, that's that's pretty much war gear. Did we talk about overlooked special rules? Oh, overlooked special rules. Okay, come on, David, come over. David has da- a story. David has a story, story for time Elven with David. Cloaks. Okay, this is the story for Elven Cloaks on mass. We were experimenting with non-standard siege techniques. If you've ever seen an entire army of wood elves show up at your castle, turn their siege ladders sideways so they're all now in cover and then proceed to shoot at you, then that is what Elven Cloaks are for. <laughs> oh, that's actually amazing. <laughs> that is so dirty on so many levels. Oh, fantastic. So many levels. If you want to know the counterplay, you volley at the ladder and then scatter the shots back into the Wood Elves. <laughs> that game I would have liked to see. I would have liked... I just, I just like the image of, like, these ladders that are just floating in midair as yeah. they slowly, you know, march three inches forward yeah. towards the castle walls. <laughs> I think that is just, like, a hilarious image to, like, just have. All right, any special rules that jump out at you? Well, I was going to say uh, Elven Cloaks and Concealment, but I've already said that, so... Oh, I'm thinking... Un- un- it was underrated, right? Yeah, like, something... Or, or was it just special rules? Uh, overlooked. 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 Because you, you kind of think it'd be more of like a common thing that would be used yeah. a lot. Yeah. I, I think maybe um, resistance to magic might oh, be overlooked at times. That is beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Yes. No, I, like, I agree 100%. Yeah, yeah. Because that's the sort of thing where you just go, oh, so what? You get to throw a dice at my spells. If you get to tr- attempt to resist every single thing, you might stop every single thing. thing. I have seen it happen to me yeah. once when I was like... Going everything in a Goblin King, the the big fat one, mm. not 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 the bears, not the bears, no. not the bears. Ah, uh, with the nine, and it it came down to literally my last spell to get through, mm. and all the other eight were blocked by resistance to magic or will will rolls, and it was like stupid. Yeah, I saw a lot of people saying, you know, the Lothlorien bonus where the entire army oh, I gets so resistance to magic. A lot of people saying, "Oh, whatever," you know. No. And I'm like, "Nah, that's huge." That's, ama- man. that's, that's on huge. all your heroes. That's on all your troops. That like screws yeah. around with ring rays. It's nature's wrath or anything. Everything like that. it just all messes with. If you're like, if you've ever played a Hobbit army, you, yeah. you'll know. You'll yeah. know why that's a big deal. But for an army like elves, 
that's huge. That's like it's a massive improvement. Yeah. Yeah. And like take models like Gulliver, for example, who have three will. You can throw all three will at the first one, have a pretty good chance of resisting, then block the second spell with the resist and the magic mm. and like the massive stalls of might you have. Yeah, that that's the other thing, and isn't like, it? Because there's no point great. with that first spell in using two. No. There's no reason to use two will. It's either one three. or all three, and usually yeah. it's all three. Yeah. So depending on the spell. But yeah, yeah, it's it's a very good chance of that first resist without compromising your ability to resist in the future. Yeah. Which is pretty significant, you know? Yeah, yeah and, and you look at things like Glorfindel. I think Glorfindel is a great pick for higher oh, armies yeah. simply because of the resistance to magic. People say, why would you take Glorfindel when you can take the twins for the same points and get like more out of it? I'm like, resistance to magic, suddenly spellcasters, don't, you don't give a crap yeah, about spellcasters. Exactly. Although like, the twins do got that elven cloak. They do. Yeah. They do, so it's kind of like... Bit yeah. of both, but you can't but you take want to them, put on them on horse with it. So yeah, yeah, it's yeah, kind yeah. of like... Uh, yeah. All right, that's that. So now we have a question from Henry again. Okay, this one's interesting. (laughs) Do it. No, I'm not going to read the whole thing. He wants to know about divergent events in The Lord of the Rings. He wants to know what would happen if Aragorn died at Aemon Hen but Boromir survived, if the wall at Helm's Deep had not been breached via an explosion, if Gollum had not turned foul again, if the Fellowship had have taken Elrohir and Eladan in place of Merry and Pippin just something he wants us to discuss might need to think about that one because that's a lot of stuff going on isn't it that is a crap load of stuff going yeah. on. yeah like eladan and hero here okay it's first up instead of mary and pippin right well, so, so suddenly suddenly the the, the walk through more is a walk in the park the fellowship are doing pretty well at that point aren't they okay they got six extra might points they got some elven blades in there they're loving life yeah they they could take down a balrog Honestly, this smells like fan fiction. It really does, doesn't it? I mean, it I really, think that's really kind of the point. It's kind of just sort of surmising what might happen if yeah. things turned out slightly And you, and you know how I feel about fan fiction. I do not. How do you feel about fan fiction? Please tell me all about it. No comment. No comment at all? <laughs> okay. I was, about, I was about to say, like, a really derogative thing about fan fiction, and then I went, wait, no, there, there's that guilty pleasure yeah, that maybe I have. Just leave it. Maybe, maybe <laughs> I won't say anything this time around and just try and save face a little bit. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. All right, we'll move along to some of the other questions we have here. Okay, Jake is desperate for us to cover the Iron Hills Chariot. Now, do you think we should cover that here, or do you think we should do another episode on it? Because it's a there's a lot to unpack. There's a lot of new one. Forge yeah. World stuff coming out. Like, I've I've, I've seen the model. It's yeah, freaking amazing. We, we have the yes. unassembled uh, model right here in front of us, and my lord. That is a lot of pieces. It's it's what sixty three different pieces. It's it's insane. Like it looks amazing. Don't get me wrong. Oh, it looks incredible. The details nuts. But like, bet. I mean, I don't want to put I, this together. <laughs> Someone else I'm can do it. Thinking the same thing. <laughs> yeah. We can all honestly. I think until we get to have a game with them and really understand what they can and can't do, I think it would be silly of us to comment on the strengths and weaknesses. Yeah, that's a really important distinction to make because, like, as experienced as we might be, having played for a long time. We've never seen it. We don't know what it does. Yeah, we haven't played a game with it or anything yeah. like that. Even those lines, we haven't really kind of mucked around with it mm. a bit. So I think once once we play a game with it and like you know get involved with some of the other models in the game, particularly like Bard's kids, I am so looking forward to getting a game with those <laughs> yeah. in because they look like so much fun to play with. I agree. I think all the different Lake Town bonuses. Yeah, but, yeah, like, yeah. They're, they're like got these crazy synergies and like yeah. different procs on different things. They look like heaps of fun to like throw down on a table. So I think For sure we'll we'll, yeah. co- we'll, cover, we will we'll cover, cover it. We'll cover the chariot later on. Um, yeah, I think it looks pretty powerful though. Just like mm. as as an aside, I think we'll be coming along to those scenarios shortly. 
Yes, very yes. soon. And and the models look really nice too. Paint to put together. But yeah, let's move. Let's move on. Okay, next question. Yeah. Ben is interested to hear where we get new or second-hand minis, if any. He would like to start a Moria Force and is completely new to the game, but a lot of the kits that he wants seem to be forever out of stock. Uh, the bane of collecting an old army from mm. back in the 2000s. Buy swap sell pages are your best friend. I would say eBay. I've noticed eBay has dried up a lot lately with like all the collectors and stuff finally getting to that point where they've basically bought everything and they're not going to like forward it on um so yeah bicycle sale pages are, are looking good talk to friends go to like different hobby groups and clubs and stuff and see if anyone has anything they're willing to part with I yeah know, i actually yeah. i think that's really important that's a great point because some people will just have stuff lying around that they maybe somehow got a couple of extra things of and they're perfectly happy to part with it they just yeah. need the right person to come along and actually ask for it yeah. yeah i know i have for a fact in like my like bits box four sprues of goblin warriors and like a random derbers and a shaman I, I have a second derbers as well i, I don't know why like, i have a second derbers. i have I have three Goblin Shamans. I've painted yeah. two of them already. I don't <laughs> ever, ever need a third one. It's just going to sit there in my box. If like anyone came up to me and says, hey, I want to start this game. I want to get into it. I like Moria or I like Orcs. I'm like, awesome. Here you go. Here's all the things <laughs> you need to like start playing this game. Exactly. So if you can find some people who you think might have some spare stuff lying around, don't be afraid to ask. Yeah. And uh, I'm not sure whereabouts you're based, Ben, but look at buy swap sell pages. Um, ask some members of your local community if they know of any buy swap sell pages. And yeah, jump into those, jump into forums and stuff. Really, really good, really good there. Yep, too easy. Levi wants to know, what additional profiles would you like when we get Middle-Earth SBG next year? Helm Hammer Hand. Helm? Straight up? I want Helm Hammer Hand. Too easy. I don't know, for me, ec- uh, new profile, extra profiles. Kandish Named Hero. That, Ooh, that guy, that yeah, guy Kaisamu. from... Kaisamu. Yeah, Kaisamu. I, I wouldn't know how to pronounce it, but that was how it looked to be spelt. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like... I wouldn't mind some of like the the uh, like extra bits, the extra named Rohan heroes, like Elfhelm or, or stuff like that. Oh, yeah, Elfhelm? yeah, no, for sure. Dernhelm. Dernhelm. I think it was Dernhelm. Oh, no, is that what um, Eowyn was called when she rode in as a man to the Pelennor? I'm not sure, but I remember there was like another like outridery type captain. Mm. It was like a marshal or something. Oh, some of the um, Dunlending heroes. Yes, like yeah. uh, Wolf and the other one. Wolf and, yeah, the other one. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember the name. <laughs> there was a time where I knew this because yeah. it like linked in with Hellhammer. Yeah, but these were like, um, yeah. not really kings, but like chieftains of Dunland, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Blue Wizards actually would be another oh, one I'd like to see. Blue Wizards, yes, see. for sure. For sure. Uh, Landrovil and Meldor. 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 Be... Yes. 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 What you said. That one. <laughs> uh, would be great. Uh, Quickbeam and Beachbone. I would love to see make a return. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they only had like rules printed once in like a very obscure white dwarf. Like yeah, years I would love to ago. see an actual profile for those guys for sure. I oh, think Quickbeam is the one I remember from the books because he was the hasty, yes. hasty young end. Um, oh, Bill Fernie is another one. Bill Fernie. Yes, we need a Bill Fernie. It needs please. to be a Bill Fernie. I feel um, like that's a must. I, I can't remember his name, but the hobbit that sort of teamed up with Saruman in the scouring. I don't think he was ever... Was he ever in scouring of the Shire? The, the... Sandyman. Sorry, what was that? Sandyman the Miller. Sandyman the Miller. Yeah, that's almost certainly it. I know David. David's just called that from the other room and he definitely knows his stuff. Mm, I, yeah. I feel like there was another... Um, Captains of the Dead. That's the one. That's the one I was Captains thinking. Captains of the Dead. There's just a Fiefdom hero that I want that hasn't been released yet. And that was it. Fiefdoms. Captain of the Dead. Nice. Yes. Yeah. Although, maybe not fiefdoms anymore. We'll see. I don't know. Maybe fiefdoms. Maybe. 
or, or they're enlist. That that'd Wait, be if it. they have the army bonus though, do they are they really well, get rid of the get, get rid of like get rid of the army bonus. Get get rid of the ability to take no warband and just give them an army of the dead captain. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Oh, cat lady. Cat Lady. Baruthiel. Yes. Baruthiel. Yes. yes, good one. There needs good to be one. more female models in the game. Yeah. I am disappointed. There's only Fair like enough. four. Yes. Eowyn, Arwen, Galadriel, Tariel, Lobelia. Sorry, five. Shelob. Shelob, six. Spider Queen. Spider Queen, seven. <laughs> the captain from Thinger. One of the... Gulliver might be female. Who knows? <laughs> the, uh, the new Wood Elves are also some of them are female. Wood Elves Sentinels, yeah. Okay. All right. What else we got here? Favorite underused hero... This feels very similar to the uh, it, question. No, but they were kind of crap heroes that we were talking about before, right? Oh, favorite underused. Now we're talking about like a hero that you actually like that is underused. Um, Aristor. Really? I feel like he's used a lot. No, I don't, I don't see him very often. I think the only thing that he does... The only reason why he doesn't get used is because not many people have the model. I think it's just because one might. I don't, I don't think it's that uncommon a model. I've no. seen it around. I pick mine up pretty easily, you know? Actually, I got one. Gildor. Oh, not enough Gildor. love has now, been given to Gildor. The issue with that one is totally different to Aristor. I think Aristor is a much more common model than Gildor. Yes. No, I agree. But uh. the whole commonality or rarity... Got me thinking about Gildor. Yeah, no, like, great point. Hey, you know what Gildor's is a really awesome. amazing model that does so much for an army? Gildor. Yeah, no, definitely. Yes. Definitely. Have to agree with that one. Would you, Yeah, he would be your favourite, wouldn't yeah. he? Yeah. Gulliver is also another one I don't see him get used enough. Gulliver does not get used often, no. And he's an amazing model, especially with like the nerfs to brutal power attacks. His strength 8 is more valuable now. It's mm. just a beat mm. stick. Yeah, that's all I can think of. I don't yeah. know. You know who doesn't get used often, surprisingly? Shagrat War Leader. No! Regular Shagrat doesn't get used a lot. Well, I don't, I don't see either actually, of them actually, very often, actually. Actually, you want to know another model that doesn't get used a lot. Lurtz. There's yeah. not enough love for Lurtz. I, I would like to see Lurtz's profile change, though. I would like him to be the the little step above the others. Yeah. On, honestly, I think the only change I need to make is give him an extra point of will and fate and give him, like, an assassin rule with his bow. Sure. Like, Nazo's, yeah. like, three point of might That'd shooting be or reroll yeah. ones or something like that. I wouldn't mind him having the extra attack as well, considering Maher's got one. It's yeah. Like, if you're going to do that, you might as well bring him up to, like, the 3-3-3 three, three, three beat stick. I guess. Uh, it, he doesn't have to be. He can be sort of in the middle. I know. I, I like him with an extra point of will and fate because it mm. gives him just the extra amount of resources to be mm. effective. He's got survivability, yes. then. Yeah. Definitely. Okay, uh, that's that. Jesse wants to know when we are coming back to South Australia to teach them how to play (laughs) and for him to get his revenge on me, my Rohan, apparently. I do remember that game we played. This was a long time ago. I remember that sort of. That was a great tournament. Do you remember that game between Jesse and I? I do. He had the dwarves with Malbeth, I think, against my Rohan. and. I think I won by, like, one model, or it was a draw, maybe? It was I... very close, but basically the, the name of the game was You Kited for Eternity. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. And, and I, I tried to do that against a lot of armies at that tournament. Very successfully in the last round. Yeah. And I think you yeah. got, like, Melbeth down one wound, no fate. I mean, yeah. you kept throwing shots at him, and he kept he passing kept saving them. It's like, roll. what do I do? <laughs> so, um... To answer your question, Jesse, I don't know. We'd need to look up when the tournaments are. Yeah, if if you guys had like some sort of event or tournament or game day or something on an, a pretty available weekend, we could certainly make the trip over because like a flight to Adelaide is about the same as the flight to Sydney. So yeah. that's fine. That's that's kind of really it. We it's been it's been to too over. long, but yeah, we need an excuse. We need you guys to tell us, hey, yeah. this is a really good. We've been one. asking you guys for ages to come over to Masters. Yeah. And, like, 
make it like a five state affair. But alas. we need we need to we need to get on the ball on this one. We need to get yes. everyone together. I think because yeah. I would love to see all the SA guys with WA and New South Wales as well. I don't and know Queensland. if they've we'll had Queensland other, like, and the Queenslanders. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, I think Andrew has met some of the Sydney boys when he came over to Sydney once. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, think, but like as a group, I would like yeah. to see some more of those guys. Yeah. Plus, I remember like like Jack and stuff being yeah like, pretty pretty on like, the ball. Jesse the was such a cool dude when we went over there, like letting us stay at his place and like yeah, that was great. Stuff. Oh, that was that was the year I got drunk for the first time. It yeah, it was. Yeah. I remember this okay, trip now. Okay. I remember this trip. This was a great trip. <laughs> We're wading into some uh, some interesting territory there. Let's move on to the next question. Baron asks, how do you like the new army special rules for the tournament of Warhammer World? Now, obviously, we've talked about this a few times already, but I just wanted to give my general feel of them because I don't think that came across too well in the post that I made where I ranked them all. Overwhelmingly positive, I would say. I, I think when I initially was trying to rank them, I sort of broke them up into, you know, excellent, good, meh, bad, terrible. There were only, I would say, four or five that were bad or terrible. Yeah, the one, the ones that the only one that I have real concerns over is like the Sharky Rogue. Yeah, yeah. Roses one that the, is the dead not so much sure. because of how they play and their point sink. But those armies in particular, being able to flood them at like a seven hundred point tournament seems is just makes me feel a little bit queasy. All it tells me is that games are not going to get finished. Yeah, and secondly, the one where you get plus one to wound when like that orc one we get plus Baradour, one. you didn't like that one. No. Ooh. Do you know how easy it is to get multiple combats with a spam <laughs> orc list? Like that is terrifying. Fair enough. Fair you don't enough. even have to earn traps. You just have to get two models in. Yeah, okay, spears don't count, but. Come on, it's not hard to get two on ones it's, with an orcum. That's really interesting because I'd still rather be facing that than most of the name during rates. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. I, I wouldn't want to place plus one on wound with orcs. That's, fair that's, enough. That's, fair enough. I guess scary. we'll see. I'll have to take that's that. And, scary. And that's scary. That's basically strength five orcs. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. For six points. I mean, you can you can take those the bad, the black guard. Yeah, but they're twelve. I know points. that. Yeah, but then you can this also take six the points. other stuff and like. Okay. All right. All right. We're going six down the rabbit point hole here. Strength five. Yeah. No, orcs. you're you're right. I mean, you still have to set it up. It's not for free. Oh come on. That is not a hard setup. Isn't it? If you're in a shield wall, it's not that easy. Unless you're in, like, a bottleneck. That's what I'm saying. But even still. If you're fighting something that has plus one when they outnumber you in combat, you're going to do everything you can to prevent that. Yeah, but it's such a drastic change. And that does give you an advantage as well, which is really cool. But, like, I I don't know. If if it was, like, re-roll... Reroll ones and twos when fighting outnumbered, or re- just even just flat rerolls to wound when outnumbered. Sure, I'll take it. Fine, but the fact that I, they can I think rerolls is better. Plus one to wound with a two-handed weapon. Sure. That is strength seven. Add piercing on, you can get to effective strength ten. Sure, that's ludicrous. Okay. No wait, that's not right. Strength. Oh, with piercing strike on a two-handed weapon in an out with in a multiple combat. That's as good as backstabbers. Yeah, that's plus uh, two to wound. That uh, that's that's scary. It's not like, uh, it would be interesting. I I don't think it's gonna encourage people to take two handed weapons at all though. Why would they? I'm not, what I'm saying is it's very very good. The plus one to wound. Like look at backstabbers, which is the best equipment you can have for it. Yeah, they get plus one to wound when they trap. Traps mm. are hard to pull off. I agree. Multiple combats is like ten times easier. If it was give them backstabbers, sure, fine, okay. Take it. Or even if you remove the orc portion from the list. Maybe I'm just thinking about it in in terms of, like, the start of a game rather than later on. Where I I definitely agree it's going to get more effective. My my issue is that there are generic orc warriors in that list. Mm -hmm. And the fact that you can spam orc warriors 
and be able to easily get that plus one, yeah. that's where my issue lies. You know, if I, you think, remove I think the there's orc- black numbs in that list as well. Hey, if you have full army of black <laughs> numbs, fine. Take the plus one to wound on outnumbered. I'm, I'm okay no, no, with that. Think about this. The, the black numbs are going to make it much easier to create those outnumbered combats. Oh, with the terror. Yeah, yeah but that's a play style. <laughs> so what, what, what are you getting My at issue then? is the orcs in the list. Just spamming them. Just spamming them. Imagine uh, going up against an 80 model orc army, which is possible. Imagine luring them in into like a river. In like 750 points. And then Wrath of Bruce ruining them. Imagine that. Assuming you can get through the <laughs> yeah. the will block from yeah. the captain. That's assuming that, yes. <laughs> I, I don't like it. I don't like it. That's the only one I have okay. issue with. Well, I, I think thing. it's everything else. I is think fine. it's very strong, but I think anything that encourages you strongly encourages you to not take name during rates is a positive in my book. But we'll see. We'll see. It may be too strong. Yeah, but you can still it, pay budget it may rates. prove. I I think actually the one that's going to prove too strong is the Rangers of the North. True, but with how close players start now, I don't think it's as, as strong as people think. I think the reason why it's perceived to be very strong is because players don't play with enough terrain. If you have the, the recommended one quarter of the table full of terrain, then... I, I think either way, you're getting a lot of shots off. Yeah, but you start so close. You just, you sure, would... but you can back away. Yeah, but we've all seen what we've, happens. We've with all the... played archery armies before. Yeah, but I you mean... march into their face and then suddenly, hey, look, I'm in combat turn two. Or if I have a fell beast, I'm in combat turn one. Oh, okay. Still, either way, you've also got a lot of might. You've got a solid my, combat list with plenty of spears. You know, it's, it's a really strong list. I like the way it's set up. Sure, it's but it's also going to be heavily spammed as well. Like, Although I, have I would, you looked into how many you can actually get in a list? Yeah, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. Honestly, I, I would have preferred them to preferred the warband size for the Rangers of the North to be four instead of six. I think that would have been a bit. I think nicer. you just didn't need it at all for the Rangers of the North. I think okay. just let the heroes take it. You know, although is there a generic hero in that list? I don't think there no, is. No, there is isn't. No, so maybe. Uh, yeah, well, I, the, I whole, guess the whole I, the whole idea was when they first released that great company rule was it to be a Ranger of the North leading four? That was the whole like, little premise of the list. Yeah, no, that's a good point. That's a good. I point. would have liked to see them lead. That would have been warbands of four instead of warbands of six. I think six was a bit. Six might be just a bit. Too just, just a fraction too much. No, fair enough. But just to summarize, we we think it's generally a good thing. The new yes, overall, the, yep. the, the construction of that was extraordinarily well done. Mm-hmm. Nerf Reavers. So Jeremy, <laughs> Jeremy asks, which spells do you channel and when? Ooh, that's a good question. So Fury, Fury is the first one that's Fury is like the first one that always mind. gets done, yes. Yeah. Um, I've actually been finding I've been channeling uh, Transfix a lot lately. Yeah, that is actually the next one I was going to say, because yes. when they've got that fight value that's high enough, or when they've got three attacks and only drop yeah, down a especially two. especially once you get a sat will through. Uh, again, another good one to channel against Ringwraiths, if you have a Ringwraith yourself. Mm-hmm. But in particular, when you have the um, the Transfix, if you're saying like you're running an Orc Spam or a low fight value army, and your only way of dealing with heroes is a Transfix and then a Strike Up, sometimes just burning the Might on the Wraith or the Spellcaster to go channel Transfix, Bop, you're now down to fight value one. You can catch someone off guard when I'm like, I don't know, tree beard or, yeah, or surrounded by goblins or whatever. Yeah, yeah, or hell, I'm like a Lendil. I'm still fight four. I'm higher than all these orcs, even when I'm transfixed. Gilglad. I, Gilglad doesn't care. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm going to win this fight. And then suddenly a tr- channel transfix comes through, knocks you down to fight one. And suddenly those orcs are now really, really scary. Yeah. Great point. Another one I would consider channeling in specific circumstances is Nature's Wrath. Yes, yeah. I have seen it work to very good effect, but one thing I have noticed is that players are starting to play with heroes in the front line again, so it's hard to get that through with might-powered will up front. So. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. If you can get rid of the will, it's, it's great. I've seen it wreck 
Goblin Town armies and Harad armies. Oh, yeah, for sure. It, it's good. So, like, I think that's the thing with ch- um, channeled is it's always good circumstantially. I've even seen cases where a channeled Drain Courage has been extraordinarily useful to a player. Mm, yeah, yeah. Like, okay, I've only got two or three left on my wraith. I've still got a couple of might hanging around because I haven't used it. They just broke. I might throw a channel drain courage on this yeah. particular. Well, what I would like to actually see is, um, I know that the channeled sap wheel is D three plus one, right? Mm. Some of the other ones are just D three. Yeah, I like that. That doesn't make one. any sense yeah. to me. It's got to be that plus one. Uh, yeah, because like to have wasted a might on something like that, you've broke through, you've cast the spell, you've done all that, and then you roll a one or a two, and it's like, well, that was all for nothing. Yeah, having the minimum of two would be to a maximum of four mm. would be. You know, Imagine much... that with black dart. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, that, that would, would be, be a really good reason to cast that spell. Well, it's, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it's guaranteed two wins instead of, you know, mm. maybe... Which can take out a three. captain. Yeah. 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 No, I definitely agree. Yep. Cool, cool. Uh, Blinding Light Command. Yep. Good point. Uh, the or, or, or of, of Dismay. dismay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You have to be playing a very particular style for that to be yep. effective. Like, yep. very, you know... Staggered mm. lines, skirmish wall. Terrifying aura. Yes. How do we not think yeah, of that? Yeah, no, that's a great one. It's really good yeah. for wizards, especially if your opponent doesn't have any way of like sneaking around courage. Mm. Mm. On Saruman, that's fantastic. Yeah. Really, oh, really I, useful. I've, I've seen I saw it win on Danny a game uh, at Masters. Yeah. When he put Channel Terror up with Saruman, and then all the half trolls that went to go gank him just went, nope. Uh, we're really not charging. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, Saruman Struggle survived. Town. Yeah, 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 for sure. So yeah, again, specific lists usually, but like, obviously if you're coming up against bodyguards, probably not the best play. Mm. Otherwise, I, I think that's the majority of the spells that you'd probably channel. I'd love to channel Paralyze. So would I. Do you know that is exactly what I was thinking? That's crazy. I was thinking exactly that. Channel Paralyze would be really cool. Yeah. Nope, that's all I can think of. Same. On to the next one. Oh, okay. wait, no, I got one. I got one. The Gal- new Galadriel one. What does it do? Uh, so the channeled version is the, the, the throwing extra dice when you resist. Oh, yes. Yeah, the channeled yes. version gives you like plus one or plus two or something really like good. that. It's yep. really, really good. I think. Or a re-roll, like, is it? Or? I don't know. It's 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 plus modifiers to, to the spell. To the like resistance to magic kind yeah, of thing. It's yep. ridiculous. Yep. That is incredible. With yeah, like, with white council. Oof, yes. Yeah. No, fair enough. That was another good one that you could channel then. So we got another question from Jeremy, and I think this may be our final question. We might check again after we've answered it, if there's any more that come up. But he would like us to design a blue wizard profile each. Oh, so easy. Do you want to take Alatar or Palando? I'll take both. Okay, go on. Okay. You've already got this, have you? You've got it prepared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've right, already thought on. about this. It's like, right. Let's it's like work for me. My amazing daydreams of like, like driving to tournaments and in, in cars and stuff. Like, what, what would I do for the blue wizards? <laughs> like, what, what work would you do? Just Kylie again, things. Yeah, just, just just Kylie things. Okay, so, right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> for starters, the option of a horse, uh, just the same basic wizard profile of, you know, what is it, like five, uh, five, five, four, five, four, five one, three, one, three, seven, seven. Yep. three, six, three. Exactly. Boom. Yeah, too easy. Yeah. So I would consider giving them an option of a bow. I know that sounds weird. I know it that does. sounds crazy. It sounds very crazy. But they're Alatar Valor person. Is a hunter. Okay. So RMA. Yes. Yep. I would also give them like like the the expert rider rule because again they yep. he Fair was enough. like the lord of the valor of horses or something like yep. that. So hunting, I think that would hunting, yeah, be really generally. cool. They went to the east and they were supposedly a positive influence on the east, but they Maybe. ended up failing. They did. So fail, I, I definitely. think that the standard stock spell for wizards of terrifying aura, transfix, compel, mm-hmm. but. Dump their Sorceress Blast, give one Wizard Fortify Spirit, and the other one Banishment. Fortify Spirit and Banishment. Fortify okay. Spirit and Banishment. 
And then as a piece to resistance, I would have a special rule of like the twins, but kind of not like the twins. I reckon it'd be really cool to have like the two wizards being able to share stats. Like Ooh. might, will, and fate. So like, like they're uh, such like, good friends. Like, like they share um, each other's might, will, and fate with their only a certain amount of inches to each other. Surely there's some profile. I mean, Dory can give Bilbo yeah. his stats. But right? I reckon that'd be be cool. Like not wounds, of course, but you know, one wizard's getting in trouble and he's like being gauged by a lot of guys. And extra then might, you please. Just dump extra might on him and dump extra fate, and yeah. you know. Or maybe you really need to cast a lot more banishment, so you dump some will over onto that wizard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. I reckon that'd be I like, like that. a cool like little like, special rule you could have between the two of them. Yeah. But yeah, I think that fits in well with their power as wizards, as well as kind of their little, like, Link. What li- limited theme we know about them. Yeah, which is that they're both blue. Yes. yes. And they're both, you know, are good, good buddies. Like, buddies. They're besties. Yeah. <laughs> I like it a lot. Yeah, that's really cool. I wouldn't mind seeing more models that can sort of share stats. Like, at the moment, I'm, I was just thinking, like, Azog and the White Wags sort of do that, right? Like, yeah. When, when on, yeah. It's always kind of like one thing I've always been a little bit disappointed with the Lord of the Rings game is that a lot of the really interesting special rules, like the ones that really add like new mechanics and strategies to the game, like Floyd's turn off special rules. Yeah, and yeah. my personal favorite is Kamul's Essence Leech, giving right. back wheel points and killing models, but in particular the bop bumping of stats. Okay. Wheel yeah, points. Yeah. I think those kind of things where you get to use stats to increase stats and swapping around stats should be implemented ha- more. Implemented what, yeah. more because it's it, there's a lot of power in the system because it's so simple, like the mm. base rules. Uh, but all the special rules and stats have so many like, little intricacies that you can just do mm. little twists and changes and that make can make the game more interesting. Yeah, I know. I totally agree. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know if you saw, but I came up with a little idea for Corsairs with the um the boarding pikes. Did you see my little thing? Yeah, it was that? like plus one to... Uh... It was just move move your opponent one inch into combat yes. with you. You can like hook them in. It's like, it doesn't sound like a lot, but it, I think you, you know, might have messing to messing with your opponent's lines would be huge. Yeah. I think bumping their points up like a point or two mm-hmm. would be... Maybe just two points for the pike. So yeah, two points for the pike. And you can, uh, yeah. on a roll, you can like bring a model sure. into combat. Yeah, yeah. You know, four plus, you pull a model one yeah. inch into combat with you. Make it easier to get that backstabbers going and also not yeah. acting. And, and what I was also saying is not acting as a spear. Yeah. Like not having it act as a yeah, spear. Yeah, that, that would shut down the whole... So it, it would just yeah. completely change how Corsairs are played. I reckon it would be really cool too because that would yeah. work so well with their throwing weapon mechanics and yeah. their backstabber mechanics because you suddenly got this like little pool mechanic that... Mm in the hands of a good player, would be so much fun to play around with. Came up with that all by myself. You're welcome. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I just had a thought then. Yeah. You know what would be really cool? Is if the uh, King of the Dead could use his will to do something interesting. Oh, yes. Like, anything. <laughs> like, maybe not use his will like might points. I think that'd be a bit that much. That might be a bit. That might be a bit much. Yeah. But, or maybe even just if you could call her a cash and use your might, that would be cool. Because I remember in like War of the Ring, they had this like phase shift ability where they could like walk through terrain. Yeah. How cool yeah. would that be if you could use his will to call like a special heroic action oh, that allowed sick. them like a group around him to move through terrain? Yes. That'd be epic. Yeah, totally. Ah, oh, I'd love that. That'd be so useful. Like, I would like, like cool little things like that. And, like, yeah. Uh, the switcheroo with uh, Grinner is really cool. The dead also kind of need some other rules, like not being able to drown would be nice. How do dead drown? How? Answer that, please. I cannot figure it out. Yeah, no, I, I think definitely the King of the Dead needs something that's a little bit more, um, I don't know, techie, that does yeah. something, that has some choice to it. Because yeah. the, the Army of the Dead at, at the moment, like, I'm interested in how they're going to play, but also, from what I can gather, they're pretty point and click. 
they're yeah. not a whole lot of oh, decision I would, making. I would love to be able to use that will to like at the start of his movie can spend a point of will to make all the army of the dead within three inches be able to walk through walls. Yeah, be awesome. Epic. Awesome. I'd love like, it. You suddenly open up all these new avenues of attack that people wouldn't normally be able to like yeah. to use and predict. It suddenly turns terrain against you. Of course, you can't end your move in terrain. No, no, that would make sense. Though. That'd be really cool mechanic. And like we do see in the movie that like the king of the dead pierce yeah, through a wall. Yeah, straight through it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I reckon. Yeah. No, definitely. Hey, Middle Earth rules writers, hit us up. Yeah, we got, we got we ideas. Heaps of ideas. We got heaps of ideas. <laughs> I'd love to see them bring the Dustgrave back. The yes. Where they the spirits can use their will, oh, yes. might and fate instead of their own. Definitely, that's heaps of cool, awesome. like little like funky yeah. rules like back in the day. Lots anyway, of cool we got stuff. way off topic then. We did like way. Well, off I can't topic. even remember. We were talking about the blue wizards, and then we just whatever else we could come up with. Um, werewolves. That's another one I want to see. Werewolves. Yes. Do you know I came up with a profile for a werewolf that act like this was years and years ago. This was I think two thousand seven. Came up with this idea, posted on the Last Alliance, got shot down in flames. Ended up being really similar to the Dweller in the Dark profile. Huh? Yeah, I think I think I did give it like four attacks, which is in hindsight a bit yeah, silly. Probably, but, but maybe uh, maybe yeah, very yeah, similar. Maybe three attacks with like plus one yeah. charge. But I, I did like give that. it fight seven, strength five, um, and regen. Yeah. So that like, sounds, it sounds like they wore the ring really profile. Similar, yeah. <laughs> Actually, I'd love to see a lot of like the War of the Ring profiles that are exclusive to War of the Ring. Yes. Yeah. Carried back over. Mm. Oh, that would be awesome as well. Imagine fates and fortunes in Lord of the Rings. Ooh. I reckon I you could know. do some. Maybe know. not like straight points and clicks, but imagine like having like cool little things like I don't know twenty twenty I, thirty. I, I points. like it if there's a really nice way that you can theme stuff around it. Yeah. Like if that makes sense. Like I I don't know if the fates and themes. What was it? Fates and fortunes. Fates and fortunes. I don't know if they always had that in War of the Ring, and some of them seem. Th- yeah. Some of them actually, are really overpowered. This that's the main issue that I have. Some of them are going to be better than others. And that you're just gonna see them all the time, and you're gonna get sick of them. I reckon that's pretty easy to balance. Like, imagine I, having, I, imagine having something like Athalas. Yeah. Like the b- b- look, his point sinker. True. Here's the thing. You say that it, it's oh, it's really easy to balance, and then we get down to reading the rules, and we're like, well, that's completely broken. Fantastic. <laughs> Okay, you know, I'll it, give you that. It, but I reckon Face and Fortune would be a cool thing to add to like Lord of the Rings base game because it would add yeah, an extra yeah. element of do I want to play this? Who mm. am I going to give this fate to or this fortune to? I reckon mm. that I reckon that'd be like a cool little twist. And you can make them like you know how we've got the new Armulus and stuff. Yeah, you can make yeah. them Armulus specific. Oh, yeah. So only when yeah. you take a purely themed list Definitely. do you have the access to those particular fates and fortunes. In fact, I would like them to all be army list specific. Yeah, that'd be cool. And I would only like a couple of options, two or three. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Because one of the major things that I've heard a lot lately is that the game may become too inaccessible. Yeah. And that's the last thing that we want. Yeah. Right? I, I, we want I think, new people to I think, be able to get into it. I think easily. two, three, or four would be a good number for mm. each thing. And like imagine like having like the Horn of Gondor, but you'd be able to like give it to any other hero yeah. on the list. Yeah, or that'd or be a awesome. Palantir to another hero on mm. the list, or like any of those like really cool artifacts. Yeah. Yeah. That you know, in the green, or, mm. or even the mirror of Gladril, like instead of being on Gladril's profile, suddenly goes into yeah, it might actually get used. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I love it, Kylie. I love it. So, from Jamie Bell, we have the question what to expect at a doubles event. We've attended a couple of du- doubles events, yes, one, I've once ran a together, yeah, once together. We, we thrashed that tournament. We smashed it and still lost somehow. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, I was really, that was I was really sad about that. <laughs> yeah. I, I think they marked us all down for theme or just because yeah. we were really good and better than them, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. 
Anyway. So basically, what happens in a doubles event is you'll have one player that is slightly better than the other. Uh, that pa- not not always. Sometimes they're completely no, no, no. equal no, no, in no, every no, way. No, no, no. Right, Kylie? Uh, there's there's right? usually one player that's better than the other. Mm, um, I cough disagree. myself. I would disagree. And that player usually go get some, goes and gets some string. They tie it to that person's hands and then they pop at them <laughs> through the remainder <laughs> right. of the game. Yeah, sure. If you do, by a rare stroke of luck, have two players that are pretty even on skill, mm, mm. Uh, that's when things get interesting. Really interesting. Because yeah. I've attended a doubles event with Jeremy before. Yeah. And it's like one of our most talked about tournaments because of like how well we like were doing crap. I've like, heard about them more than you would imagine. Like it comes up every time we're like, oh, what's an interesting game you've played? Oh, this doubles tournament we played. The Bat Swarms, the Shaman, the Cave Dragon, the Dragon. Yeah. We got so in sync, though. There was like, this was one point in this in the last game where we had to get models. It was Reconnoiter. Jeremy's turned to me and go, I just got a bat off. What about you? And I'm like, I'm holding a Bat Swarm going, yeah, I did too. And just kind of this moment where we're like, yeah, yeah we're like good. totally on top of this. Yeah. <laughs> we totally know what the other's doing. Uh, at that tournament we were discussing that you and I attended together, I believe there was one point where you're like concentrating on your part of the battle so much and you just expect me to hold stuff off. And then at one point you turned over to, towards my side of the table and you're looking at all my models sitting there and no opponent models. You're like, where did they all go? Are they coming back my way? And I'm like, no, I killed them all. <laughs> what? How did you kill them all? Well, I just, I'm, you know, I surrounded them, I trapped them, I killed them all. Oh, I'm well done then. <laughs> I remember that moment because I was like, okay, Matt's Matt's got the nasty part of our opponent's force to go up against. I, I, yeah, and I and had I nothing like, myself. You gave me nothing and I'm like, to okay, work with. Matt's just got to hold off and then I'll, I'll win the game and then sweep back over and like relieve him. And then I like, turned around and I'm like, Matt, <laughs> Matt somehow pulled the win. Yeah. And I'm like, same thing happened with me and Jeremy. Jeremy had yeah, like 500 yeah. points of goblins once versus like 800 points of Aragorn tell Army the, of the Dead. Tell the shaman story. <laughs> Tell, please tell the shaman story. Okay. okay. So we were playing against this army of the dead. Me and Jeremy were running dragons, bat swarms, and just horde goblin. And we deployed first. We deployed the shaman on the left flank. When our opponents dropped their army down, the army of the dead were on the hard right flank. Literally the furthest position away from the shaman. So I'm, I look at Jeremy and go, you probably need the shaman. And Jeremy's like, we have a shaman? Yeah. <laughs> so in, in the course of like, two turns i managed to get that shaman to move 20 inches using compels to like perfectly place models to maximize the difference so that jeremy could get the shaman to the side of the board that he needed it and it was just like a pac-man effect you just watched as when the shaman rocked up the gobbles would just surround army the dead and kill them it was it was a great game i just i always like the visual of jeremy turning to kylie oh i'm kind of struggling over here all this terror with our goblins this is this is a real issue i mean what can i do about this Oh, maybe you could use our shaman over there. We have a shaman? <laughs> that is, that's pretty uh, much word for word Incredible, what yeah, incredible. Yeah. So that's what you can expect at a doubles event, I yeah. suppose. Be surprised with your opponent, with your uh, with your teammate, when they do something completely beyond what you thought of them, yep. and be prepared for one player to pop at the other. <laughs> yes, definitely. Oh, and try and get your opponent to bicker. That's always like a really good Yes, fight. if you can get them to play off each other, then you're winning for yes. sure. Yeah. Oh. So good. So last question that we have here, what was your favorite mini to paint and why? Oh, good question. I've got a few. I've got a few really fun models I like to paint. Mm-hmm. Shelob was one. I really enjoyed playing Shelob, even though like Shelob was huge. Ironically, the dragon as well and Gulliver. You know, a lot of my favorite models that I've enjoyed painting are being like big monsters, monsters. and dragons. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. Totally. I don't know, that's kind of a bit weird, I guess, mm. in a way. 
I think, you know, actually, no, I, I know exactly what my one is. My one is uh, a Gimli model with his axe sort of held aloft in a swinging motion over his shoulder, I think. It's it's kind of hard to explain. I might post Is that running Gim- Gimli or Helm's Deep? I'm about no, to hit it's... Uruk jumping over the wall Gimli. Uh, I think the second one? I can't remember. He's wearing a cloak. Most Gimli's are wearing a cloak. Yeah, yeah, but not all of them. There's only one Gimli that's not. Really? I, I yeah, know which one that is. the original one. I thought maybe there were more. Oh, and that. the uh, Helm's Deep. The, not the Helm's Deep, the Minds of Mario plastic one. Oh, right, yeah. Every other Gimli he is pretty count. much wearing a cloak. He doesn't count. <laughs> but, okay, uh, I'll post a picture or something, but when growing up, Gimli was probably my favourite character. In the series, I can't even really say why. I just really enjoyed him. Good name. Good strong name. He's a dwarf. <laughs> I don't know. So, uh, yeah. And then I got that model, and that was one of the first... I think it was the first Fellowship model I actually painted. I've painted a few now. I've painted, I've painted Mary. all the members of the Fellowship, but it's kind of weird because at the moment, I don't have enough members of the Fellowship to be able to play Fellowship scenarios. Really? Yeah, because they've all like disappeared. Oh, or, if you need some spares, I, I, or, I can or hook something, you up. and like I've got like the whole fellowship painted. Yeah, it's, no, like, I'm, I'm in sure different forms, like King Aragorn yeah. and like Aunt Mary Pippin and Armor, and just these weird Bilbo <laughs> and Sam models. And I'm like, why? Why do I have these models painted? True, I, I'm similar. I got ordinary Mary, and then Peregrine Guard of the Citadel, and like a weird Aragorn. I can't remember which one. But yeah, this Gimli model, I really enjoyed painting it. It's one of my models that I would say is the best painted that I've done. And yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know exactly what it was about it. It has a nice flow to mm. it. Yeah, nice model. I think Gimli's face is actually really easy to paint. <laughs> I think he has an easily paintable face. I think it's to do with the helm as well. Do you know really? the way it's designed? I, I hate painting models with helms. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Because it like sort of ends at his forehead though. So you don't have to worry about that gap between the forehead and the hair. And you're weird. That's not weird at all. That's really I either want hard. a completely enclosed face, like the mouth of Sauron, a ring right, rape, or okay. like, I don't know. I mean, obviously, because then you don't have to do any of the, yeah. the weird face detail, because yeah. faces are or weird. Or a completely open face, like a Corsair or an elf that's not wearing a helmet. Not wearing a helmet. Oh, In particular, not wearing a Corsairs helmet. Corsairs are totally different, because they're, they're bald. Some of them are. Not well, all. then you don't have that weird hairline to deal with, <laughs> and then it's not a problem. <laughs> It's the hairline. I don't know. Hairlines are odd. I don't like them. There, there's my answer. There you go. Okay. Also, the dragon. Just the dragon model's nice. I liked painting that. Yeah, I've had people slam the dragon a bit. I don't really? Know why. Yeah, I, I think it's really quite nice once you paint it up really nice. Yeah. I, you know, I think may, if it's newer players sort of coming into it and comparing it to dragons in other ranges, yeah. I can sort of see that because it's a little bit outdated, but it's still a nice dragon model. Mm. You know what's a really good looking model? Gulliver. Gulliver is I a love Gulliver. cool cool model massive sure. and heavy and the wings are metal but it if you've got when, the metal version it, <laughs> you know what we're talking about yeah yeah once really you pinned it pff, no pinning necessary no that's a lie i definitely pinned it that was like actually the one model i have pinned i think yeah. was it i think so huh. yeah because the wings just won't stay there actually you want to know an army that i enjoyed painting was can't okay i adored painting my can't yeah. in fact if there's an infantry model i had to pick it'd be my um Kandish queen okay cool i think i, I like a lot of cloth I like being hmm. able to paint a lot of cloth rather than armor. I don't yeah, know why. Actually, I, just... I think I'm the same. Yeah. don't like painting armor that much. Yeah. It's kind of annoying. Hmm. Well, there's our answer. I think we are all out of questions. I'm going to say that's it. That's a wrap, Kylie. How long was this episode? Well, it's about an hour long. Oh, dear. We're, we're at an hour and 70 <laughs> minutes, seven minutes, but I'm kind of like looking at going, once we edit this down, it's going to be like sub a minute. Yeah, well, maybe it'll be a bit long. Sub an hour. But... Well, we've we've been sub a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Words. English language. When you talk for this long, the English language just sort of all rolls into one. Anyway, we hope you've enjoyed it. We've heard that people like the longer episodes, so here's one for you. And remember, folks, traps win games.
Thank you for listening to the Green Dragon Podcast. Please be advised that the Green Dragon Podcast is not suitable for children, the elderly, pregnant women, those with a history of heart conditions, or anyone expecting to receive worthwhile advice. You can contact us on the Green Dragon Podcasts at gmail.com. Yes, it has an S at the end. Or our Facebook page, The Green Dragon Podcast. We do not claim ownership of any works based on J.R.R. Tolkien, New Line Cinema, Warner Brothers, or Games Workshop. This podcast is purely for entertainment. The thoughts, as rare as they are, are solely that of our hosts and guests. Farewell, listener, until we meet again.